I've brought a gold box with me. I'm not sure that it's very Lenten to bring a shiny gold present into our midst. But Jesus was full of unexpected things, so why not? Some of you may recognize this. Um, This is a box that we use when we are telling some of the stories in Godly Play. Godly Play is the curriculum we use to shape our little ones at St. John's. This is a, a parable box. On those days that we have a parable story to unpack, the box comes out, and you know, I mean, when you see a wrapped present, right, like, what's inside? So we, we shake it, we might knock on it, and see if, if it will open. Because that's the thing about a parable. You never know if it's going to open. And then if the, the box does open, what's on the inside? This morning, our Lenten gospel is from Luke's gospel, Luke's stories about Jesus. There's a lot packed into these four sentences. We have these two parables. Parable of the mustard seed and the parable of the woman who mixed in the yeast. I imagine these stories are pretty familiar to us, and that's kind of the problem with parables. Because we're, we're used to them, so I think sometimes they can lose a, lit, a, bit, a little bit of their mystery, of the curiosity that is involved in stepping into these. I think of parables as like word images. So Jesus offers these two parables this morning to talk about what the realm of God is like. Well, to Gaffney, she uses the phrase realm of God, and we may have heard this translated in other ways as the kingdom of God or the kingdom of heaven. One of my friends um, refers to the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven, as the economy of God. And I like that one, as that feels very contemporary. A realm of God is also good. What is the realm of God like? So in this first image, we have the realm of God is like someone who takes a mustard seed. Now mustard seed, probably many of us have cooked with mustard seeds. They're, they're small. I mean, they're still visible, but they're small. It's like somebody who takes a small mustard seed and tosses it out into the garden and kind of like steps away. Let's see what happens. And the story unfolds that the seed seed not only takes root underneath the ground, it is watered, it gets what it needs so that it can grow. And the seed, as the story unfolds, grows into a mustard tree that is so sturdy, that is so supportive, the birds of the air can build their nests and find safe haven in it. So the The kingdom of God is like a seed that is tossed, that grows into a tree, that supports home, places of safety, places of being held. The same word that describes the air through which the birds are flying is the same word for the realm of God. It's the same word meaning like the heavens. So there's one image, one understanding of what the realm of God is like. And we hear a second image right alongside it. 
And the second image offers a different perspective. The second image is of a woman who takes some yeast. Now, most other places in the biblical stories, yeast is not a good thing. Yeast is something that contaminates. Yeast is something that gets in and turns things. Like, you can't, you can't undo the work of yeast. So most of the time, it's a negative. But here, Jesus is comparing the realm of God to the work of a woman with yeast, mixing it into measures of flour. And pretty soon, the yeast makes its way and touches everything. It's mixed in, it's cultivated, you know, the, the process of bread breaking. I know many got into that during the pandemic, which by the way, to say during the pandemic, doesn't it feel like it was like a decade ago? And yet, not so long ago. I know in our households, my husband got into the bread baking deal and it was a lot of work. It was very scientific. But it took a lot of tending and care, like specifics. There was a lot of like, okay, this is the day that we are setting aside for this, and the day will be broken up into different times when different things need to be done. But the yeast is worked throughout. And once the yeast gets going, you can't pull it out or separate it. I'm not a bread baker. I am also not a numbers person. But I did Google, because I've heard this before about this story, I did Google what is involved in three measures of flour. Three measures of flour um, was a bushel and a quarter of flour, which was about 144 cups of flour, give or take. Um, So we're not talking like bread for the day or even bread for the week. Those 144 cups of a massive amount of flour that this woman was working with, with the yeast, would have yielded something like 52 loaves of bread. We're talking like more bread than is needed. Bread for the whole village. So the realm of God is compared to, it is like a seed that is tossed, that like has a life of its own, and things unfold on their own until there is a safe space, a nest in which to rest. And it is like a woman who works the yeast through, who's very hands-on, who's paying attention every step of the way, and provides bread and then some. Everybody's going to have enough bread with this story. I'm intrigued how often Jesus offers something that at first seems really simple, and and then I pause and I'm like, There's a lot of, like, undoing and peeling back to then be put back together again to step into this. Because Jesus offers two really different examples of the way the realm of God unfolds. And it's like we're invited to step into both at the same time, or we're invited to layer both on each other. The kingdom of God will come the way it comes, and the kingdom of God needs a lot of specific care and attention and nurturing. In our 9 a.m. intergenerational family service, we were talking about this as well, and 
somebody brought up how no matter what, God's realm is unfolding. Whether it just happens or whether we play an active part in it, it is here and it is coming. God's realm, um, I think traditionally it's often something, especially when we use heaven to talk about it, that is this other thing, this later thing that happens. But the way Jesus was talking about it is something that we are invited to step into here and now. It is already here. It is moving among us, and it moves through us. So how do we move, how do we live our lives as this realm unfolds that both happens and that both is nurtured and cultivated and has a lot of specificity into the way things work? I wonder. I'm struck that Wilda Gaffney, who has crafted the lectionary that we are making our way through this liturgical year, has given us yet another story about a tree. It's a mustard tree, a mustard bush. We've had a lot of imagery and a lot of language of gardens and trees in the season of Lent. Lent is a time where we're frequently thinking about being off in the wilderness. She's focusing us again in a tree, in a tree that provides safety and comfort and nurture. And I'm struck that in this week, as we are making our way closer to Palm Sunday and Holy Week, and the story and the drama that is going to unfold, that we're invited to step into a mystery that we're invited to practice trying to hold conflicting things, different ideas at the same time. How much is that just like life? There's that like expected course of the way our lives will unfold. And then my experience is that when you look back, you're like, well, that wasn't a straight line. There are unexpected challenges and joys. There's unexpected grief and celebration. There's a lot of mystery. There's a lot of things that we can't explain. But I think Wilda Gaffney is inviting us to practice stretching the way we hold ideas about things this Sunday and this week to help us continue to get ready to get ready to see if the present will open, to get ready to see what may be held in the mystery of the resurrection. Because we all know the story. We all know that love wins. We all know that that is where our hearts are being focused on as we move closer and closer to Easter. That in the midst of death, in the midst of things falling apart, in the midst of things not working out the way we hoped they would, love wins.